So hello, welcome to Black Blossom Buddies. Hello, welcome. Hello, welcome to mood and exciting. And as Jason's turn to talk. Hello, welcome to Blossom Buddies. Uh, <laughs> we I, are definitely this, in sync today. This is we did it. <laughs> going to be a good podcast. We got together. Tonight. We're just going to keep talking over each other. We got together tonight. <laughs> I'm just going to stop talking if you're talking. Uh, we got together tonight to record a, a new episode of the hit podcast about the hit show Blossom. Uh, both of us completely failing to realize that neither Blossom nor this podcast is a hit, but we keep on keeping on. And like, it's night. not, it's not our fault. This podcast isn't a hit. It's Blossom's fault. This podcast isn't a hit. Yeah. Well, it's our fault for picking Blossom. We talk about this pretty much every week now, but talk about it, uh, the episode, of Blossom. The, episode <laughs> the games I'm playing, the games you're playing or not playing. Yeah. Uh, but we will continue. We will stay the course and then uh, pivot from there. However, this is episode 25. We're getting to the end of yeah. season three. One more episode in season three after this. And so the last episode was completely unnecessary. And then this episode should have been like episode five or six. Man, it, it this has episode, so many... I wrote down right off the bat, in all caps, special episode. And it turned out to not be that special. No, it wasn't. They, we'll get to that in a second. But uh, for how special this should have, this felt like it was going to be, sure, there sure were a lot of, a lot of jokes that were like sort of unnecessary and a little kind of going yep. too far a little bit. A little bit. Uh, I would say it went too far in so much is that there were a lot of them. Just a lot of little jokes. And like if you stab the, someone with a pin a thousand times, that's still pretty serious. Yeah. The B plot uh, with Joey was, crazy. was also a little bit too much. It was a little much. It was a little off the, off the chain. Anyway, so before we get into the actual episode itself, how's your week? What are you drinking? What's oh, going I'm, on? I am drinking a, an extra tall beer of three speed which is uh from amsterdam brewery in toronto and it's delightful where'd you get that from you <laughs> <laughs> so this past weekend uh me and the wife went out and checked out craig's new house that we he's talked about many times on the show we stayed the night we uh now have to base i have to basically quarantine for two weeks because we went out into the world yeah. uh it is still COVID, of course but it was nice to see you uh, it would have been great to uh, podcast in person, like we actually talked about a couple yeah, times. Yeah, but my, my baby's a stupid baby and wouldn't well, sit still. The, that probably would have been fine because your baby is pretty quiet. But the thing was, is by the time that we real, you realize that your baby's not going to bed, yeah, you couldn't even get your brain together to play video games. Like we started drinking oh, yeah. at five. We started drinking at five p.m. You started drinking at five p.m. <laughs> you started drinking at like three. I started probably. drinking around yeah, pretty much around three because like whenever I cook, I like have a, a glass of wine or a beer when I'm cooking. So I started yeah drinking around three thirty, I think. And then even when we were recording shows in person together at the beginning, we never got deeper than two or three beers. Oh, no, because we realized, hey, if we're going to record, let's not get hammered or we're not going to be able to record. Uh, And I got pretty hammered. This was the first real hangover I've had in uh, many months. So that's what I kind of realized when we we were were out for a vape and we were talking about it. And that's when I was kind of like, you know what, maybe I don't push this. And we just like, I, you know, Craig can unwind and you know we, we wanted to have madison and pam or wives on and i didn't really want to push that on them like if we were staying for two nights sure the next night we might only have a couple drinks and then it would be a more of like an opportunity to do it 
but yeah. you know or if you came like in the afternoon oh shit my fidget spinner broke oh no the like the one spinny side came off i'm showing the camera which the audio people can't see i wonder if this just snaps back in it's a casualty on the podcast casualty on the podcast my free fidget spinner because i would never buy a fidget spinner unlike some people on this podcast it's true i bought i bought it yeah that's not uh, going back in that is a, it is snapped it is a useless fidget spinner now i'm drinking a headstock as usual as um, is tradition as is tradition on the show and uh i've been i got that I got that Mario 3D collection that I've been playing, and it's uh, it's pretty good. We both got that Mario 3D collection. I got it because of your endorsement. I uh, I highly recommend anybody go out and pick that up. They also well, I also got it because I wanted to soothe myself for getting frustrated at not being able to get a PS5, and then I got a PS5 the next day. That's that's big news for the for the listeners. We both managed <laughs> to pre-order PS5s. Like yeah. what? Yeah, that's big news for the listeners and for us. I guess the fidget spinner still kind of works. It doesn't. No, it's have... it's only big. It's inconsequential for us to have the the PS5. The listener wants to know, did we get PS5? Yeah, that's what they've been waiting for this whole time. Yeah. Uh, Since at least the PS5 was announced. They're like, I wonder how Blossom Buddies are going to handle this. All all listener of you. All one of you. Yeah, all all one of you. Uh, And you should know that we both got it pre-ordered through Shoppers Drug Mart. (laughs) Which means that any opportunity I have to actually give money to best buy if another round of pre-orders come out i'm going to take that opportunity yeah to secure it with actual funds because uh we just secured it with a confirmation email to shop at drug mart i have a confirmation number we both have confirmation numbers but like who knows knows? they can cancel that shit at any time if they want to yeah they can be like oops i guess we weren't getting playstation 5s and they just hoard all of them and then just shoppers drug mart people are the canadian hoarders of ps5s you should have seen the look on the guy's face because I saw. So, shopper shoppers is like we're gonna put up our pre-orders at six p.m. on the eighteenth, and I'm like okay, and I get on the website at five two, and I swear at five fifty nine that fucker went down so hard oh, that yeah. it brought down the whole shoppers their whole website. fucking online presence. So I take to Twitter. Twitter is roasting shoppers, right? And then I see somebody be like, oh, uh, apparently Shoppers is taking pre-orders in store. And I'm like, that's sus. Like, there's no fucking way that they even told the Shoppers Drug Mart employees that that, that would even be a thing possibly. Yeah. From everything I read, people commenting, uh, anyone going to the store or calling the store to pre-order were met with confusion uh, at best and anger at worst. And that's what happened to me. I uh, There was a line. Right. So I was like, well, I'm not going to wait in line to ask a question. So I went up to a, just a regular worker stocking the shelves and I was like, Hey, uh, your <laughs> website's down. And they're like, what, uh, do you, are you guys doing pre-orders for PS five in light? And he was, he goes, uh, we don't do pre-orders for PlayStation five here. Yeah. So I feel like he was also like, didn't know that was the day that the PlayStation five pre-order was happening anyway. Like he probably wasn't a gamer or something. Yeah. Well, they only, yeah, they only announced it. Like shoppers put their pre-orders up a day after Best Buy and Amazon and everyone else. Uh, and then, yeah, they only announced it like the day before that it was yeah. actually going to go up. So like, I'm sure no one worked in the stores at shoppers had any idea. And they, it seems like they were trying to make an online event out of it, but literally it took four hours for the website to come back up. And by the time we got on, it was like yeah. sold out mostly. And I fluked into, I just hit that, like, here's my location. And I just fluked out and managed to get 
Uh, yeah, well, I think shoppers did like, except for the fact that their website wasn't able to handle the traffic. I think they did it better than all the other online places did because the other places it's like, you got to put a PlayStation five in your cart and then check out. And then that's just, you just dip into the whole pool of whatever Best Buy or Amazon has Whereas shoppers who is like, okay, each store is getting, I don't know what the number is, but like each store is getting 10 or 12 PS5s like for each location. So when you sign up to pre-order, it's like, oh, which store are you pre-ordering at? And then I guess each store had an in, uh, inventory that you chose from. Yeah, exactly. And uh, it, it also sucked because when you try to, they wanted you to buy the PS5 outright on Best Buy. And my credit card, for instance, had to go to a splash page that was like a landing page for uh, my bank. And then I got past that a couple times. And then it was like, we're sending a confirmation code to your phone. Hmm. And literally you had from the moment it came up online. So let's, I'll just start back at the beginning and basically explain what happened. So every 15 minutes, they were putting up a few on the website. So if you kept refreshing right at quarter after or half past, the place order button would come up on, like at the bottom of the page. You'd click yeah. it. And then if you click through fast enough, yeah, it's you possible. had like 12 seconds maybe to like yeah. get through the whole process. So you have no time to wait for a text message code that exactly. you then have to read off your notification tray on your phone and type in. No chance so most, in hell. I had to call my bank's fraud department because I got a message that was like, uh, you need to further take further steps to verify this. And I called the bank and they were like, Let, let's get you to the fraud department. And I told them, I was like, yeah, I need to, like I'm trying to make a purchase at Best Buy and it's giving me this message. And he's like, you buying a PlayStation 5? <laughs> and I'm like, yeah. And he laughs. He's like, ah, I got mine. I'll help you out. I'll, I'll un unlock or unblock this purchase. But then uh, Best Buy never let my thing actually go through before they ran out. Yeah, it seemed like you had maybe five more shots at it after that. It seemed like you couldn't even get past the, the first. The, like, the white screen of death. There was, like a, there was like a window where I feel like if I didn't have that verification on, yeah, I, I would have gotten it if it would have because it went through a couple times. But once it got once it's like we're sending you a code to your phone. I was like, well, there's yeah. no fuck. This whole looking reading with the message took five seconds. Right. Yeah. So anyway. Yeah. And like the only two opportunities I had were blocked by that that fraud protection, which are like, I'm glad it's there. In the long run, I'm glad like nobody used my credit card to buy PlayStation 5s. That wasn't me. That being said, I mean, they could have easily fixed that with like a CAPTCHA or once once you got past, once you clicked place order, it's like when you buy it's concert like, tickets. You like a minute or whatever. Or five yeah, minutes, you know when you so. buy concert tickets and you get that countdown? Exactly. On StubHub or like Ticketmaster? Yeah, that would have been. Let's not promote StubHub. No, okay. Ticketmaster specifically. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know why Ticketmaster is any better. They own StubHub. I don't know why I took issue to StubHub particularly. They're both pieces of shit. They're both the same piece of shit, really. If you can buy Ticketmaster your tickets... buys their own tickets to put them yeah. up on StubHub for inflated prices. Hey, don't get me started on StubHub. Guess what? You already got me started on StubHub, uh, but I think I'm finished on StubHub. I think I that's what point. Sony. That's what Sony's master plan is to create false scarcity too. Half those uh, eBay sellers are probably people that work for Sony that are just like, let's make this pre-order seem coveted. Or people who work for like Amazon and Best Buy and like know how to make a bot that'll work on their site. Yeah. I saw like, somebody on to... Twitter who was like, I got 16. I was just like, that's, fuck you. Mm -hmm. Do it if you, if you must, but don't brag about it. Like, fuck off. You know what I mean? People like I saw didn't... one guy on like the, the comedy button group was like, I got two and I'm like, two's fine. I don't know why he needs to. And I, I almost asked, I was like, 
What are you going to use two for? But like, whatever. Maybe one for him, one for his kid. Who knows? Or if he, he sells it, 16, if he sells it, if he sells it at twice the price somehow, which is a shitty thing to do. Yeah. But, you know, capitalism. If if you sell it for twice as much, you basically get your shit for free. Yeah. So. Uh, and that's if you're only buying two, you're not like really a scalper. But that guy with sixteen, that's a scalper. That's, that's uh, that's a you can up. put you can put them all up on eBay, sell all the pre-orders in pre-order state, and then you're just shipping PlayStations the day you get them all. Yep. But how are you going to go to a Best Buy and be like, uh, 16, uh, 16 pre-orders, please, and then not be like, what the fuck? You can't do that. It's one per one per customer. I guess you dole them out to your sixteen friends. Yeah, I guess so. Well. Yeah, I don't know. Do you have like 16 post office boxes? So it's not even the same shipping address. Yeah, that's a good And then point. you don't even use the post office boxes because you change the shipping address once you sell them on eBay, I guess. I, one guy was like, I'm going to, what I'll do is I give you the pre-order confirmation code and the day of, I just switch it on my end and it goes to you. So you basically buy a piece of paper, but then when it's going to get shipped right at the last second, they divert it to your address. Yep. So you still have to be in contact with these people until the fucking thing comes out as well. If you're gonna if you're gonna be a dumbass and buy a twelve hundred dollar up to six thousand dollar fucking PlayStation Five. Yeah, I read like in the the UK somewhere up for like seven thousand pounds, which it's, is like twenty times the price of a a PS Five in the UK. Yeah, that's ridiculous. It's ridiculous. Uh, but if you buy one of those, you're also ridiculous. Like, guess what's going to happen oh, like a week after pre-orders? More stocks going to come in and you're just going to get one at regular price. Exactly. They've uh, Sony's already said that, you know, it's going to be fine. If you don't get a pre-order, gonna, there's going to be more up by the end of the year. They're going to want to sell them at Christmas time anyway. Yeah, there's more so, coming up. Like, they're, they're going to have more inventory at launch than they did for the PS4. And I, I didn't get a PS4 at launch, but, I mean, I think everyone's fine there. Yeah, yeah. I didn't buy one for a year after. This is the first time I'm buying a console like ever at launch because I just I saved money up and I just want to do this. It's a, it's a bad idea. Yeah. I'm buying it from a place that doesn't even have a warranty situation. But that being said, I just want to be I want to be part of this one. I might not even do it for the next in 6 years, 7 years from now when they do it again when there's a new round of consoles. Yeah. I did the PS2 I launched. I pre-ordered that and I feel like that was like around the same price. I feel like I paid like six or seven hundred dollars for the PS2, but that was also like 2002 money. Did it come with uh, what was that game where it's fireworks, Fantavision? No, it did not. I don't even know what that is. Uh, the, I was looking at the launch titles for all the different consoles, and PS2 had a very bad launch title lineup, and PS3 also had a very bad launch title lineup. PS4, not so PS3 bad. Had. Yeah, PS4 was pretty good ps3, PS3 had, have like metal gear solid 4 or did that come after that came out after but it did have uh it had that first person shooter with the aliens oh kill zone yeah kill zone 2 that game is fucking amazing that's that's a great launch title whereas ps4 had kill zone 4 as a launch title and that game's not as amazing and knack <laughs> yeah and octodad uh, yep uh, yeah that was the big launch title was like knack and uh, it flopped. Yeah, when I got my PS4, I bought it used or like refurbished. I don't know. I got it off Kijiji or whatever, and it was it came with the it was the the Last of Us remastered package. So that was my bundled game, which was pretty fucking awesome. That's what I got too. Nice. 
Nice. nice. And so anyway, like we open this episode and Six has just come into her room uh, from a run and she's all out of breath. And her phone's ringing and uh, it's Blossom on the phone and Six is all like, oh, excuse me, I'm out of breath. I just came in from a run. I'll be with you in a second. And then she's like, oh, hi, what's going on? And she starts talking about calories and how she had a cookie, so she had to go for a run. And that's when I wrote down special episode because I was like, this is going to be the six gets an eating disorder. That's where I can easily say that I identify with this episode. I'm not, I've never been bulimic, but if you know me in real life, you know that over the last two years I've been on a fitness adventure and six is at the phase where she's just counting calories and working out a little bit too much. It's not sustainable. Maybe as a teenager it is, and that's how you develop. You get to the point of an eating disorder. But for me, I don't think I could get to that point as an adult because I know that it doesn't fucking matter if yeah. I get a little fat or if I get a little bit too thin. I'm never, yeah. It matters but, if you're like a professional athlete. Or if you're a teenage girl when everything yeah. in the media is telling you to fucking be as skinny as possible. depending on the era though because you know sometimes it's like having a huge ass is the is all of the rage yeah like like uh, like victorian like victorian era era they they were like yeah like if you're fat that means you're rich rich or the early 2000s where it's like my anaconda don't want none unless you got buns yeah sir Sir mix a lot did a lot against uh eating disorders in the in the early 90s but uh this particular era was very much like supermodels ruled the roost there was no internet or instagram or snapchat yet but there were a lot of magazines that were magazines are the thing sorry (laughs) magazines were pretty much the internet like the baby got back probably came out like right around the time of this episode i bet oh it absolutely did i'm gonna look at that 92 Uh, isn't it well you keep talking so I I really related with this episode as a 30-something adult male who just wants to look a little bit better. But I do see Blossom's concern that she has in this opening scene. Also, I want to note that this opening scene is maybe the only time, besides that time that Nick kept hurting himself doing chores... That was great, though. ...that the episode actually has anything to do with the cold open. That's true. And we true. talk every time there's a, a one note joke cold open. We talk about this. We say, what was the point of watching Joey f- help fix the VCR for one for literally 10 seconds? Okay, hold on. I have news. So baby got back came out exactly one year before this episode, almost to the day. Baby I, got back was May 8th, 92. This episode said, was May 10th, 93. I said 92. You did. How about that? It, this episode pretty much came out on the one year anniversary of baby got back's release. I think that the coincidence probably 100% intentional. Hmm. Who well, Jason and I will episode? probably never agree on that, but uh, let's yeah, just this is, move this past is why it. the podcast fails because we could never agree on if it was intentional or a coincidence. Mm-hmm. Uh, but that's pretty much the cold open. Um, Keep just, going. I'm just going to look up the uh, information about this. I, didn't, episode. Uh, I was distracted because I, I got a, a, an invitation to an HR meeting at work. So my notes for this episode are scattered. All I really had for the the cold open. Oh, this episode is called Hunger, by the way. That was also a hint towards like maybe this is going to be a special eating disorder episode. But all I wrote down was Six is Out Running, special episode. But it was basically just, yeah, Six talked about her calorie watching to Blossom on the phone. And Blossom's like, oh, yeah, you're coming to dinner tomorrow, right? Like, I have an idea. Why don't you run out to the airport and then you can pick up whatever you want and then run back and you can eat whatever you want. 
Yeah. And there was a joke at the end of the cold open that I missed because my baby made a noise. She didn't even, there wasn't even really a joke. She just like kept doing stretches, I think. Okay. So this episode was written by uh, Glenn Merzer. Oh, I don't, that name doesn't sound familiar as one of our previous uh, writers. No, but it says he wrote and produced this show like pretty much the whole time. Oh yeah, check that out. So maybe he is uh, just a producer who they were like, write a very special episode. And then he he failed. The last thing he worked on was in 2007. He could just be enjoying uh, life. That's true. As he did write for the for Weird Science, but I, that looks like the TV show Weird Science because it's 1996 and Boy Meets World. Oh, he only wrote 12 things, and he wrote six. Ep- he co-produced six episodes of Blossom. Yeah, produced two episodes of Blossom and was a supervisor. Okay, so this guy, this guy is someone where they were just like, oh, fine, I guess whatever. Let Glenn write an episode. Yeah, exactly. Like we're whatever, fine. It's end of the season. We got our ratings and we're renewed next season. Let let Glenn have one. He wrote nine episodes. Oh, okay. That's pretty good. I wish IMDB had a thing like when you just when I was if I was to click on Blossom from there, it would just go to the Blossom page. Yeah, it's not gonna show you the nine episodes. You'd have to scroll through all the episodes. Yeah. And nobody's ever gonna take the time to like put that in the trivia section or whatever. No, of course not. But like IMDB could fix it with just like a layout change. On That's the website, true. they could just we could just be able to click where it says nine episodes, and it would show the nine episodes. So that would be real nice. IMDb, maybe so IMDb, with IMDb Pro, you can get that if you pay for IMDb. John, IMDb, I know you're listening. I know you're one of our fifteen total fans in the Pronounced entire. John Inv. Inv. <laughs> Do it. Make it easier for us for the next two seasons of uh, this fucking show that. Yeah, God this damn is done it. by next week. Speaking of next week, uh, and speaking of this week, guess what we didn't get? We did not get 50 downloads of this episode. So Jason and I will not be taking our t- shirts off on the internet. No, so, it's true. Nobody's gonna get well, okay. So here's the thing that I realized after we said that last week. There's a, a before and it actually ties in with this episode. There's a before and after picture on my Instagram. Yeah. Uh-oh. We might be losing Jason. So I already got my tits out on the internet. Maybe that's why we didn't get the downloads. Yeah, people were like, whatever. I got I've it. already seen him get his tits out on the internet. That's right. I've already seen him. Yeah. Uh, I, we specifically those. said OnlyFans. So you might have been able to watch me cook and clean shirtless. Yeah. Tell you what. There's no video episode... of you shirtless on the internet, right? Exactly. If this episode gets 30 downloads, I will <laughs> do the dishes shirtless. And on and two only. weeks, we're going to be like, if we get eight downloads, because people will just keep falling off, they're going to be like, all they're talking about is taking their shirts off. I'm not <laughs> listening to this anymore. I really just want to take my shirts off for you, the fan. Yeah. You know, we could take our shirts off right now, and it would be on video, but we don't have to release it. So that would be like proof that our shirts are off. And all we'd have to be is like, we will release this video. All right. I am taking my shirt off. Yeah, me too. Right my now. shirt is off. Russell, okay. Russell, Russell, Russell. If you... My shirt's uh, off. If you eventually see the video version of this, you will 100% see that my shirt is off. Yeah. And uh, you can see all three of my nipples. I have three nipples. I have a superfluous mm-hmm. third nipple. Yeah. One's Speaking in the middle, superfluous... a little higher than the other two. Yeah. Looks yeah. mostly like a skin tag. Makes like an equilateral, equilateral triangle. I, I'm, yeah, because I'm in the Illuminati. Yeah. Did you know if you make jokes about the Illuminati, about being in the Illuminati, they come and kill you? Uh, if you make jokes about being in the Illuminati, they call you into HR tomorrow. Fuck. 
maybe that's why you got that AHR call. They listened to last week's episode. They're, yeah. And they're like, oh, you're going to represent our company and get your tits out on the internet next week? <laughs> I thought about that. I was like, maybe they found Vinyl Countdown, which would be a legitimate concern to an HR department. That's a good call. But I mean, they can't yeah. do anything about something on the internet before you worked at a place, can they? I guess they could. I guess they had I a bunch illegal. of... Yeah. I think that's what canceling is, actually. <laughs> if, you, if you say a bunch of racist shit, on the internet and then your current employer sees it and is like uh like, yeah we you... would not have hired you if you were going to be racist all over the internet five exactly. years exactly think about all the karens that are getting canceled right now i don't want to think great. about karens that are going to cancel exactly but I'm anyway we get credits and then nick's <laughs> going on a date and the, his suit to me looks fine and blossom keeps making cracks about how it's a, a non-outfit and how it's so bland like people aren't even going to see him uh, but it was a fine suit. It wasn't flashy, I mean, but it was the 90s. So by 90s standards, yeah. it had no fluorescence. So I guess that's what she was getting at. I'm pretty sure he was wearing jeans and a blazer and a like paisley tie and like a blue shirt. That's what I remember. He didn't look... Fl- you're, you're, he's I don't right. think he was wearing jeans. I think it, he had like a proper like dress pants on. But like the, a charcoal uh, suit. Yeah. Before... So it's we do a little bit of a cut back and forth thing here with the kitchen and the living room. So we establish he's going on a date and then we go to the the kitchen and it's uh it's nick nick and uh or sorry joey and tony talking joey's like hey i got a new job and it's in the same vein as what you do and he's like i drive an ambulance and joey's like yeah i uh i'm delivering pizzas yeah you have to get get patients to the hospital before they die and i have to get pizzas to people's houses before they get cold yeah, or else I have to give them a free cola. Yeah. I think he said Coke, though. I think he might have. Or did he I say soda? Coke. I didn't write it down. I did not write it down. I don't know. I'm not getting in for another debate. <laughs> this, is the, <laughs> for, this is the special debate episode of yeah, Lost this is This is the disagreement over the intentional Baby Got Back anniversary release all over again. From eight minutes ago. From eight minutes ago. I'm not doing it. So By the time I edit this, it'll be seven minutes ago, though. So... Tony's like, yeah, I remember what it was like. I had a job delivering pizzas. Uh, and Joey's like, do you do you have any advice? And Tony's like, yeah, don't smoke dope. Yeah. So drug watch. Drug watch. Yeah, we had a drug watch. Because Tony's like, yeah, I, I used to get high before my shift. And then I ate all the pizzas and all the boxes. And some, That's the real boxes high. Too. So maybe that's not just uh, weed. But we can establish. See, we've always kind of like assumed weed was a, a big one. It's probably how we got into wherever he ended up with, which I think is cocaine and drinking. Yeah. But he said junkie. He said he was used to be a junkie. So maybe in the, did they think that in the nineties, if you smoked weed a lot, you were a junkie? Because... I think just any drug, you were a junkie in the nineties. Yeah. It's the, that... the war on drugs. It's the Reaganomics right. against drugs. I'm i I'm a junkie then. Well, I smoke weed almost every day. Junkies. Well, monkey junkies. So then we go back to the kitchen and, uh, Nick's eating the, the frosting by the spoonful. Oh, okay. So it did happen in the first scene in the kitchen where he's like, I, I should taste that for poison. Then we come oh, right. back and he's yeah, eating it by making, the spoonful. Yeah, let's, let's back up a second. Blossom is making like chocolate frosting. Yeah. Is what Nick's about to eat. And he's eating the, <clears throat> the frosting by the spoonful at this point. And she's like, well, I better make more. And he's like, well, I have to taste that, taste that too to make sure there's no poison. They hide it down at the bottom. Yeah. And this is where they interject a little bit of that like talking to the audience 
Or she's like, you're mm-hmm. just eating your feelings because you're nervous. You sh- there's nothing to be nervous about. You should just go to the date and stop yeah. eating all my frosting. That For I'm yourself, getting. despite the fact that your suit's ugly. Oh, by the way, uh, Six and this girl, Julie, Julie. are coming over tonight. Uh, turns out Julie used to be bulimic. Yeah, so this is, so we've never heard Julie's name before. And Blossom's like, oh yeah, Six and Julie are coming over for dinner. And Nick's all, who's Julie? And Blossom's basically just like, oh, just this girl who used to be bulimic. Like, that's just how she describes this girl to anyone who asks. That's her, this girl's identity. Is exactly. And someone the fuck who had an eating disorder. Imagine if you had some horrible thing in your life that wasn't so much a secret, but a lot of people didn't know. And they would just introduce you as, oh, as yeah, this is Craig. Yeah, he's he's a bulimic girl. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> uh, but like I mean, the the beauty of writing an entire sitcom episode is that you can write Julie to just be cool with it. Probably not how it would turn out in real life. She was uh, extremely cool uh, with all of it. I mean, maybe I don't know. We'll get yeah. There. She Julie's not over yet. We'll get to Julie coming over. Um, then we cut to Tony is. Oh, the sorry. One second before we get to that. Uh... Blossom explains how Julie went to like basically rehab for bulimic people. Oh yeah, and called it the opposite of McDonald's. McDonald's. (laughs) She calls it reverse McDonald's. So already you see how insensitive they're going to be about this. Even though they're doing that thing, like I said, that meta thing of like laying little like knowledge bombs about eating disorders. And then they make some horrible joke. Anyway, sorry, you were saying. Yeah, so we cut to then Tony is is in the ambulance. Uh, He's driving without a partner which never happens. You always would have a partner with you in the ambulance because uh, he's working, he's on the job and he's just driving this, again, uh, someone else we haven't ever heard of or seen before, but this like vapid girl that I guess he knew from high school, he's driving her to somewhere, the movies, something. I don't the movies. And uh, they she hate each him, other. She called him to drive him to the movies post haste because yeah. she needed to get there fast and he has an ambulance and he was, I don't know why he would agree to this. Where's Rhonda? <laughs> yeah, well, Rhonda wouldn't be in the ambulance. He's, he doesn't drive Rhonda. No, but Rhonda, she... we know how jealous Rhonda gets. Why would Tony think it's a good idea to even set up this thing with his old friend? Anyway, we'll get to, we'll get to more of we'll to why more. this is ridiculous. It's just weird. Clearly these people don't like each other though. Uh, and I wrote down that Tony hates her and I wrote down they're going to bone yeah. and then they started making out. Well, they started arguing really they started, hard. Yeah, about, they started. It was that thing like you know what's going to happen in a sitcom when like a, a man and a woman start arguing so bad. You just know the only way the scene's going to end is with yeah. them making out, and that's how it ended. Exactly, and it was he basically he's she's like bitching and complaining about getting to the movie on time. He slams on the brakes and he's like, "Look, I'm doing a favor for you that could cost me my job. You better show me some goddamn respect." She's yeah. like, if I wanted to show somebody respect, I'd, you know, I'd call an ambulance or I'd call my own taxi, <laughs> blah, 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 blah. And then that's when they start really fighting each other. And then they immediately make out, like you said. Yeah. And then we cut to uh, Nick showing up at his date's house, at Carol's house. This is a lovely, lovely woman. Um, and he brings flowers and the card says, thanks for having me. And uh, she makes the, uh, she makes that, um inference she assumes that uh it's a double entendre and he's like hey it could mean anything and she's like oh you are dirty and then they make out yeah and carol's like well they're about to make out i think and carol's like hold up just want to let you know i've got kids nick's like i got kids and she's like i got five of them and that for whatever reason is a almost the showstopper for nick like he's like oh i'll have that drink now 
make it a, make double. It a double. So Carol is played by Mary Margaret Humes. Looks like she's been in every single made-for-TV movie on the Hallmark Channel. That is ever. what she looks like, actually. She looks like she's been in every... Here are the last movies she's been in. A Valentine's Match, A Feeling of Home, Winter Love Story, Christmas in Love, Home uh, by Spring. You know who she was? She was is Dawson's it, mom on Dawson's Creek. Is it Creek. Dawson's mom? Yeah. Dawson's Creek's mom. <laughs> she kind of looks like... Yeah, that's a lot uh, of Hallmark fucking movies, though. Yeah, it's not her, but she kind of looked like she could age into being uh, Pam's mom from The Office. That's true. But it's not. Hey, she was on the show starring uh, Jennifer Love Hewitt called Ghost Whisperer, which I was always curious about. That was a weird show. She Dad's was in a bunch home, of Hallmark Christmas movies and then the like, Republic. a couple of horror movies. Yeah. Matchmaker also, Santa. Yeah. There's Ghost Whisperer. Criminal Minds. She was in some criminal minds. And then before Ghost Whisperer, she was in a movie called My First Christmas Tree. She was as in Mom. The, she was in the lifetime made for TV movie, The Girl He Met Online. Oh god. Like this. Oh, she was in Disney's Motocrossed. Okay. Oh, she was she was in Murphy Brown as Raven-haired receptionist. So she played one of Murphy Brown's receptionists. Hey, she was on night she's she was on Erie, Indiana. Marilyn Teller. Was she also the mom? Was that the mom? Must have been. She was in 19 episodes. Hey, she was on Jake and the Fat Man for a couple episodes. Nice. Yeah, she must have been the mom. The 19 episodes is every episode of Erie, Indiana. Really? She That's was in the really Hogan family? Like one season? It was two seasons, I think. Huh. But like short seasons. We're going to find out. Oh, no, it was one season. 19 episodes, wow. one season. I thought it was, was two. I downloaded all of it, and then I deleted it because it's not worth watching. I believe you. <laughs> yep. So yeah, that's uh, that's her whole career, uh, and she. No wait, she was in T.J. Hooker and Night Court, <laughs> and uh, okay, that's her whole career. And I believe she's. Oh, and the A Team, and Night Rider, and the Love Boat Man. She was a rock star of the and Dukes of Hazard. She was like the '80s guest star. We say that about a lot of people. I want you to just realize that. Okay. Realize go, it. But I'm going to go, because I've, I've also downloaded Knight Rider, and eventually I'm going to get to that episode where she's in it and be like, she was, that was, she was in that one episode of Blossom. Oh, hey, spoiler alert. I was going to say spoiler alert. We never see her again, but she's actually in two episodes, so I think she's back next week. Yeah, I got the impression that uh, she was going to going to be a a love interest of nick's for a while she felt like a yeah she felt like a a relationship arc but two episodes like next week they're all the kids are going to meet each other in the season finale or some bullshit yeah so that's the thing so she's like yeah i have five kids and nick needs to get a double and then uh then we cut to like in the same scene no wait did we skip yeah no same scene one of the kids just this girl who looks like she's probably 10 just staring at nick Nick's trying to awkwardly to make conversation. And then she's just like, my dad's better than you. He's smarter and taller and stronger and smarter. And I hope bugs crawl up your nose. And he tells her that, you know, around here, sometimes <laughs> alien UFOs come and pick up little girls have been bad. And I was like, dude, <laughs> she's a little girl saying these things to you about her dad. And you're telling her she's going to get abducted by aliens. I think what his angle was is like, okay, she clearly doesn't like me. And her mom, Carol, is going to know that this is the kind of kid to just make shit up. So this is my carte blanche to say whatever the fuck I want to this kid. And her mom's not going to believe her when she tells me that guy told me aliens were going to abduct me. 
the mom would be like, whatever, just he's he's not replacing your dad. Just let me live my life. But dad is stronger and taller and bigger and smarter and stronger and taller and smarter, smarter. And three then, times. Yeah, she does go on like that for like a minute and says smarter three times. And t- Nick's like, oh, is he smarter than me? And then she's like, I hope bugs curl up your nose. Yeah. Uh, okay. And then so we now, cut to six bringing over KFC. Yeah. Or Kentucky Fried Chicken, as it was called back then. That's true. Uh, but they stopped using things that could be considered chickens as the meat, so they couldn't call it Kentucky Fried Chicken anymore. I don't think that's what happened. I think that's uh, that's that's like that, that's what happened. No, I think they wanted uh, and another fucking debate. Uh, they were getting into <laughs> the deep debates. I think what happened is they didn't want the word fried. Uh, people saying the word fried they want oh. to kind of hide that uh, that from the public it's still chicken apparently I got my news from the uh, like the alt-right conspiracy web then because oh, of the alt-right conspiracy web of food yeah <laughs> like <laughs> it's a subsection of the alt-right it's a very specific food conspiracy sub, subreddit of the alt-right's version of reddit that's like that thing where people are like you know that uh, the apple in the apple pies and mcdonald's are actually turn up i doubt that very much that that came out around the same time that people were like you know the meat in burgers at mcdonald's are worms oh for me it was rat hair <laughs> rat hair <laughs> i heard it was like that they were full of rat hair not not that they were 100% rat hair but like it was there's was a lot of rat hair as filler in the mcdonald's burgers do you know what i was told was full of rat hair as a like teenager you know how you can buy those uh bulk packs of cigarettes from the reserve yep well allegedly it's because those are so cheap because it's the shavings that fall on the floor and there's a lot of rats in tobacco uh, factories and there's rat hair in the uh indian smokes or whatever i don't that's think gross. They call them that anymore but uh, no i think you call them reser- reserve or reservations sm- yeah smokes. reserve smokes they did taste disgusting they were horrible and they yeah. gave you a migraine immediately um, so it's possible that there's rat hair and, and feces in them, I guess. <laughs> I don't know anything about making cigarettes, so this is completely unfounded. There's all, Well, there's already rat poison in cigarettes, so. That's true. It's also human poison. Yeah. When you think about it. The other thing I heard about McDonald's, and I think this is true, is that McDonald's could say their burgers are 100% beef because the brand name of their beef is, is beef. 100% beef. Yeah, because if you look at the if you look at the fine print on a McDonald's commercial, beef in Canada anyway, beef is in capital letters because it's like a brand. Yeah. So, so who knows? I don't believe that Wendy's meat is never frozen. I just don't believe that. It's uh, impossible. Yeah. It is very good though. That's true. That's true. But I've had gran- <laughs> beef. Frozen oh yeah. Beef. Where's the beef? I that brings watching, us oh, back man. to the 90s. I was watching Impractical Jokers the other day, and uh, there was a room. They're all in a waiting room, and they had to like make each other laugh, and whoever laughed had to leave, so whoever remained was the winner. And uh, Joe just took off his sports jacket, and his shirt said, I'm the beef. It's <laughs> <laughs> very on brand for him. Yeah, I would, I would wear a shirt that says, I'm the beef. Yeah, I don't know how my vegan wife would feel about that, but I found it funny. She found it funny. She was watching. She thinks you're a hunky piece of man meat. So that's true. And I am. I'm more. I'm uh, not all man meat. I'm man man flab. (laughs) Uh, But yeah, six brings over the KFC. 
and uh and then we cut to blossom's bedroom there's a weird scene change because it changed scenes but didn't change characters like it was still blossom and six well what what happens is she comes in and she talks about she tells some story about how she played doctor with this kid in junior high right and the kid turned turned out to be gay well the kid turned out to be gay but the mom was sure that since she found her son and six playing doctor that her son was going to become a doctor and six was going to marry him but he became gay so there's a lot of like there's a lot of like gender politics there there's a lot of weird stuff going on it was weird that scene just felt like it was there to pad out uh 30 seconds of the episode yeah that was like why are we i've totally spaced out during it i do remember it now that you bring it up but i didn't write it down because i was like this is meaningless that was for the actual 12 year old girls that were watching that want to see blossom and six do gossiping segments which happens every now and then and then we cut to blossom's bedroom and then there's six blossom and julie polishing off a bucket of chicken and And this is julie sorry go ahead i was just gonna say this is the thing at the top of the show we were saying about how they wanted to make this special psa episode about bulimia but then they just make way too many jokes so oh here's here, oh, yeah, here was the scene and change. Six, they're like they're like I hope that, I don't like... say stupid shit all night. And then they immediately cut to the bedroom and six says like toss those cookies over or something. Yeah. And then they keep they keep making these fucking stupid puke double entendres and getting real embarrassed about it. And like they wouldn't be that bad if you like didn't draw attention to them. Exactly. And nobody talks uh, like that also. But then then that's like the icebreaker Julie needs to be like, don't worry about it, guys. I'm cool talking about it. And blah, blah, blah. And that goes off and, and they're like, oh, well, how did it start? She's like, well, it started counting calories. And then Six, like, immediately gets worried. But she talks about how she spiraled into, like, um, you know, fasting and, and then throwing up. And Six is, so yeah, then Six is worried that because she's counting calories. She doesn't want to go down that road. So it was, like, almost a special episode. And then Six catches herself because this girl's pretty much over it yeah but then like they're like oh let's have dessert and the and julie's like okay i'll be right back and like leaves the room and then they yeah then they're like oh you think she went to you know yeah so for me i got maybe she did who knows we never never know she probably fucking never shows up again on this show i got really introspective about my journey with food and so up until i was about 28 I had no problems. I could eat fucking all the trash in the world. And I was kind of proud of having a little bit of a punch. Right. And then suddenly around 30, I was like, well, I'm sluggish and I feel gross. So I'm going to stop eating like a trash bin. And then it took me another three years to really realize that I was 50 pounds overweight and had to start counting calories. And at first I was borderline eating disorder. uh, And I really had to like, realize that you don't have to work out more than like three or four times a week yeah in addition to having a good diet to really lose weight and this time around this last summer i did two months of like dieting and working out every day and the like i only started back up last week because the two weeks before that i was so burnt out i wanted to slam food into my face and i wanted to sit on the couch and do nothing and i had no like i had no remorse for yep. wanting to do that because I had pushed my body to the limit previously. So I can see why when you're a teenager, if you part, if you partake in that kind of behavior, it can really spiral out of control because everything seems so much bigger. Everything seems so much longer. Everything seems so much more uh, weight on your shoulders when you're a kid. And I, that's, that's just a little bit of uh, 
reflection I had during this scene in particular. That's why it was so jarring to see them make these dumb jokes over and over because I was like, this is a serious issue, especially with young girls. Like, why, why would you try to make so much light out of it? I've seen the episode where Tony relapses and drinks. They don't make any jokes about it. There's no yeah. fucking comedy in that episode involving him drinking half we made jokes on this show about it but we didn't but on the actual on the actual show itself we they didn't make light of it so it's weird that they made so many jokes yep um that was my rant yeah okay then how did that scene end oh was it oh yeah she went to the bathroom they went to the bathroom and they made some terrible joke about her still being bulimic yeah, and then we cut to uh, Joey delivering a pizza to a house. Yeah, uh, to someone like. And now we cut to the opening scene of a porn. Exactly. They, we cut to the. Uh, uh, they they did a whole third. They did a whole subplot, like B plot, in the third act of this fucking episode. Yeah, I mean, and they it set it up totally, early by knowing that Joey had this pizza job. But it's total pornography. He basically goes to a cougar's house. Turns out her name is Miss Robinson. Mrs. Robinson. Mrs. Robinson. And he's like, hey, 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 Mrs. Robinson. Because uh, uh, guess what? She kisses him. She yeah. makes out with him hard. Uh, the first part is he goes there. I wrote, she's like, I wrote, oh. Hold on. I wrote down, Joey delivers pizza to a cougar. It gets inappropriate. It gets super inappropriate. <laughs> he is underage. They yeah. left it very open to interpretation. He Let's might be break 18 now. I think he's 18. No, he says I'm a minor. Oh yeah, that's true. He does say that. So, so wait, has like Blossom aged and Joey hasn't? Because Blossom took driving lessons like a year ago. So she's she was taking driving lessons a year ago. Then she should be sixteen now, and Joey would still be seventeen. But there used to be a two year gap between them. Wouldn't uh, the age of drinking be twenty one anyway? I oh, I consider a minor being under eighteen though. Yeah, but like so he might have been eighteen, which is fine well, for ex- women banging him. Let me. Yeah, that's true. I think that would have been okay. There's a lot of stuff here that... Oh, she does give him booze. That's true. Right. There's a lot of stuff happening here that we need to sort of say in order so it all sort of makes sense. So she meets the cougar. The cougar starts laying it on thick. Joey's an idiot. So he's like, I don't know. I'm just here to give you... She's all like, oh, you're new. Like, you're the third different pizza boy this, this month. And Joey's like, wow, you like pizza. She's like, no, just pizza boys. Yeah. Then she... Then he leaves. He's like, I don't like this. I'm out of here. Well, they make you know, you're, you're a hot babe. Do they kiss at the? They kiss the first time. Yes. He kissed. She kisses. because they kiss, and then we cut to commercial, and we come back, and they're still kissing. Right, and they're still kissing, and then he bounces. Yeah. Then uh, we go back to Carol's house, and yeah. it's after dinner. Nick. All is I wearing... wrote down for that scene was Nick kisses Carol more. Well, yeah. So basically, he just makes a joke about. She's like, I thought that went well, and he's like, Well, y- your daughter tried to light me on fire. Yeah. And then they basically just sort of say, I really want this to work. And then they kiss again. And that's why I was like, well, this character is clearly coming back. Yeah. Then we're back into, um, we're back in the living room where Julie Blossom and Six are are walking uh, Julie to the door. They're still making these dumb offhanded puke jokes. Uh, And then I think this is where I'm like, oh, well, because Six leaves. Six is like, okay, well, I'll see you guys later. And Julie and Blossom are left to talk. And Julie's basically just like, look, I'm still going through these issues in my life. 
it's okay. I, I get that it's it's weird to be around somebody with a, a disorder like this, but look, I'm doing the best I can. I fully expected her to be like, keep an eye on six. There yeah. must be a script that they wrote that was like, keep an eye on six, and this becomes a running thing with six, but they must have just scrapped that whole idea. For sure. Because then Julie leaves. Then we're back at Mrs. Robinson's place. She's called Joey back for another pizza in the same evening. She's now dressed in a nightgown and is like, come on in. And Joey's like, hey, uh, look, I'd like to stay. You're very, you're very hot, but I have to go deliver these pizzas to uh, Culver City, Pasadena, and somewhere Some else. other place. Yeah. She's Some like, oh, city. I ordered all those. You have two hours. Exactly. And then he's like, oh, well, okay. And then they go over to the the kitchen table or not the 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 living room table and she's like here drink this and it's wine and then he's that's when he says i'm a minor and she's like i don't care and then it just like goes to the next scene that's why it was i feel like it's super left up into interpretation what happened there yep that's uh yep an accurate way to put it and then is that when i wrote down joey's Joey's dumb. Oh yeah, they she they had they have the wine, and she's like, "Here's to you, Joey." And he's like, "Here's to here's, you, Mrs. Robinson." Here's to you, Which Mrs. Robinson. Also, there was a woe. There was a woe in there. Oh, I missed the woe. So, yeah, I think it's just when she's like, uh, "It's Mrs. Robinson, maybe." Anyway, he anyway, goes woe, and, and then yeah, Joey goes was, home. Tony's all like, you'll never guess what happened. Like, I, I made out with uh, an old friend. And Joey's like, I bet she wasn't as old as my friend. <laughs> uh, yeah, and then he's like, oh, so you met Mrs. Robinson. Yeah, and he's like, she was my first. And Joey goes, she was my first and second. And it's like, whoa, these guys both bone the same chick. And then he's like, yeah, the first was pepperoni and the second one was garlic with extra cheese. And Tony just gets up and leaves. <laughs> and Tony just gets up and leaves. <laughs> Which I actually, I, I laughed at that. That's a good, that's a really on-brand thing for Tony to do. Because he, he's the one in the family who will just be like, you're an idiot. But sometimes he just doesn't even let it happen. He's just like, I can't with you. Yeah. And, and that's then, about uh, the episode. But then we get Yeah, the, the end of the episode. Talking to Blossom on the phone. She's like, why'd you call the bulimic girl over? And Blossom's like, I just thought it would be a good idea. And Six is like, no, you wouldn't invite a girl over who had an eating disorder unless you had an ulterior motive of related to an eating disorder. Yeah. That's the, this character is but one this dimensional. Is another, this is another moment where they should have let it breathe a little bit because this is a serious accusation. And yeah. Blossom just keeps being like, yeah, We're but like if Eddie Vedder <laughs> wasn't in Pearl Jam, do you think anybody would give him a second look? Remember, remember Pearl Jelly? You remember that from the weekend? <laughs> from when we were drunk on Saturday? Probably. Yeah. That was probably while we were drunk. Uh, and that's the episode. And that's the episode. Credits over the screen while they talk, but we still got the ending credits uh, blooper thing. Yeah. So. Did our drug watch. Drug watch, woe watch. I didn't know. I think six had a hat. Six probably had a hat on, but I stopped paying attention. I'm more concerned about uh, Tony telling old war stories about drugs than I am about the hats at this point. Or boning pizza on the pizza delivery route. Boning pizza. I think that's what I said. He fucked the pizza. (laughs) Probably. He ate the boxes the pizza was in, so probably fucked the pizza too. Yep. Probably did some MDMA and was like, oh, pizza, you're so hot. So this... (laughs) 
this episode did have a heavy-handed message, which was like handled poorly. It handled poorly, but it was very like I right from the beginning, right when Blossom was talking to Nick about when she was like, "You're just eating your feelings because you're nervous." I was like, "Oh well, this you know like this episode's going to handle this with care." It doesn't end up handling anything with care. Really, the lesson ends up being don't eat your feelings. And then like when Julie's like, "I still have a I still have my demons." Those yeah. are the only real like message. Uh, That's never really wrapped up. Yeah, really, the message is like. Is like if you have an issue, an eating disorder, talk to somebody, um, get help. They're very serious and they can spiral very easily. Unfortunately, Six learns nothing, and Blossom just makes a bunch of dumb, snarky comments yep. as usual. I mean, maybe Six's eating disorder will come back. Who knows? That's, you know, that's possible. They're going into some serious high school next. Awesome. Well, next sure. week we have the season finale. Yeah. So I hope to God it's more serious than this episode was. I hope they have less serious subject matter, but I hope they they treat it with a little more weight. I hope it explains where the fuck Vinny is, if Vinny and Blossom are together or not. I hope it explains where the fuck Rhonda is, if Rhonda and Tony are together or not. God, someone better break up next week. Feels like they some of these episodes they just like wrote and put out. They were like, oh, we they ordered twenty six episodes. We only wrote twenty two. Yeah, or they wrote a bunch they of episodes and they were airing them in a certain order and then realized like, oh fuck, like we had these other episodes left over. We got to stick them in here even though it doesn't make sense. We should have put those on yeah, 3 weeks been... ago before we had these other story arcs going on. Canonically, the se- the series ended when Blossom and Vinny like broke up, but then it kept going yep. for like four episodes. So well, we'll see what happens next week. Yeah. My opinionation is fine. It was a it was an episode that uh when I tell people what this podcast is about, this is an episode that's supposed to be what the show is about, but they didn't handle it with care. So I don't know. Did not handle it with care. Yeah. In my opinionation, I don't know. Pretty shit. Not, not the worst by a long <laughs> shot, but like, I don't know. But like not. Could have been better. Could have easily been a lot better. It's no Joey and Tony getting uh, abducted by a UFO train. A ghost, ghost train. The mystery train. Uh, is it a mystery? Is it a train? I don't know. It's a mystery. A mystery train. <laughs> Might just be a, a stagehand with some lights. So uh, I will say, if you have any issues with um, with eating disorders, please please reach out to someone. Um, yeah. Thank you. Let's let's you and me treat it more seriously than Blossom did. Let's yeah. at least uh, say, hey, you're not alone. Uh, you're not a freak, but you should get help. Because uh, no one wants you to, to wither away and die. Exactly. It's not, worth it. it's not worth being unhealthy to be thinner. It's true. I wonder if it's, I wonder if bulimia is still a thing the way it was in the 90s now. I remember, like, there there was so many after school specials. Remember the one that, with Ally McBeal, the girl who played Ally McBeal? Did, you, did they show that to you in high school or junior high? Oh, no. We didn't see it in school. But this, I believe that's a thing because she was very thin. She might have had like an eating disorder. Herself. She did have an eating disorder, and that's why she was in this made-for-TV movie. Uh, and basically, it was really fucking gross too because she would like puke in jars and had all these jars in her closet hidden away. And that's then nasty. she'd like drive up to, into the woods and buy all this food. It was fucked, man. It it scared me straight. <laughs> nice. So it worked. Yeah. Remember Tracy Gold from Growing Pains? She yeah. Had an eating disorder. That was a big thing in the news. She was like not in a bunch of episodes all of a sudden because she had to like 
Good help. And uh, she's still alive, right? I was going to be like, and everything turned out okay for her, but I'm not sure if it did. I don't know. I'm going to look up Tracy Gold. Find out if uh, everything worked out for Tracy Gold. Because now so I feel is, like a... While you're doing that, I'm going to sign off here for us. Uh, this has been another episode of Blossom Buddies. Uh, Tracy Gold's still out... doing great. That's awesome. We're rounding out the season here. Stay tuned for next week uh, where we'll have a brand new episode. The yeah, week and after. our tits out. And our tits out. The, weekend, the week after, we will be taking a break. Uh, As a tradition. And you can find us on all social media. Just look, look at Blossom Buddies, like I was it. saying last week. If you just go to not... Blossom Buddies now, we're the top hit. Yeah. You won't find us on TikTok. You'll find Jason on TikTok. I'm on TikTok at Important Influencer. If you want to check me out on TikTok, I make really bad TikToks sometimes. I'm hoping yeah. for my big viral hit. I mean, Jason, I... All, all influencers are important. All influences, influencers matter. I should make a sign that says that and hang it up somewhere and then get rocks thrown at my eyes. <laughs>